0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. Um, I woke up, I showered, I had a little wake and bake, and I might have baked too hard, but it doesn't matter because I am oh so ready to discuss today's topic, and it's going to be dating. And I'm going to try and talk about dating and this topic in a way that is a little bit different because I think that modern dating nowadays is very difficult and I think that we want to blame each other. Wait, before I get super into it immediately, I want to say that I'm currently talking about um, I guess more heterosexual relationships, but I think you guys can get the idea. I think this applies to everyone. So yeah, let's get into it. So I think that, um, a lot of modern dating is kind of difficult and it's a very sore, intense spot because, um, of the world that we live in. And I'm going to get deeper into that today. I think um, we want to think that the problem is like this big gender war that I would say that we have going on, you know, men suck, men are this, that, and the third, even though sometimes they are. But the point is, you know, men do this, women are only good for this. Like the internet is very, very toxic in terms of how each like, you know, gender feels about each other, if you will. So, um, I think that's what people think is the issue. I think everyone thinks the problem is each other, but I think it's more so the system and current world that we live in. So I'm going to talk a bit more about that. I think it will, before I get super into the super in depth part, I'm going to start a little bit talking about what I think is the problem. I think the two biggest problems are dating apps. And I think the second biggest problem is probably, I hate using the word capitalism, I feel like it's a very broad umbrella term, but I'm going to use that because you guys know what I mean and we'll get into that. So I'm going to talk first about dating apps and I'm going to talk about dating apps from um, a men, a, men. <laughs> a man's perspective because I've seen um, Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and how it operates for men and I think that it is very, I guess, predatory. Um, men have pretty much have to pay a lot of money to do pretty much anything on these apps. And the apps kind of send these notifications to men all the time that sound like they're a message, but it's actually an ad to buy more stuff. And um, it's very interesting. Dating apps for men are very reliant on microtransactions. And I feel like they prey a lot on men's insecurities. And I think that affects us as women because um, that kind of contributes to their aggression towards us. They think that we are the problem, but really these dating apps are the problem. Um I think they play a really interesting psychological game with men. And I think it is really fucked up. And I think it's um I think a lot of men like try and talk about it and it sounds kind of like whiny or it sounds like they might have like a misogynistic twinge. To what they're saying, but I really have to be honest. I think that the way that dating apps and anything of that vein are set up are really set to the man's disadvantage and it can definitely crush someone's self esteem, right? Like, let's just be honest. Um, Everyone wants to feel desired, okay? I think that really. Like, not me sympathizing with men, ooh, twist, but no, you stop. You guys know what I mean. Um, Everyone wants to feel desired. Everyone wants to feel sexually attractive. And essentially, whenever you look into your nightmare brick of a phone, you just see rejection and you see all these beautiful women and a lot of them also are fake ladies. There are so many fake profiles on Tinder that like, you wouldn't even believe it. Like guys are like, oh, I would say like 50% of the time the profile is fake. Girl, I would say like 70% of the profiles are fake on Tinder. So, and Tinder doesn't do anything about these obvious bots either. So it's pretty much just a sea of hopelessness. Hopelessness that you have to pay to see. And I think that that really affects men. And I'm not talking about the whole thing where people are like, talking about how all men's or men are virgins nowadays. I'll get into that, but I'm not referring to that. I'm currently referring to the fact that, um, people's souls are being crushed by dating apps and it's dating apps to humanize people. And I'll get a bit more into that, but I'm going to focus on the dating apps thing for um, a little bit longer because, um, the patriarchy really affects everyone, including men. Okay, let's really talk about it. Um, And I think, like I said, that because of all these factors, I think it only makes men more resentful and aggressive towards women. Straight up, you know, these tactics affect everyone and they pretty much, I guess, contribute to men's frustrations. So they go on their phone where they want to find some love and no one fucking loves them. Not that no one does love them, but you guys know what I mean. But you stay with me. So imagine this. You go on your phone, you open up a dating app, and then boom, no one loves you. Guys tell me, and I've seen guys that haven't gotten matches for like days, weeks, weeks, I can't go seconds without getting a match. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, go on your fucking Tinder. No one loves you. Um, Go on Twitter. Everyone's bitching about stupid shit, talking about like men and $200 dates. Well, not $200 dates. We're kind of past that. But still, having all these crazy discussions about dating and high quality men and high quality and value women and like shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Everything is just negative and it can have you, you know... Sorry, I'm stoned to shit. (laughs) And it can make you um, resentful towards the world and especially resentful towards women. And I know this because, you know, I as a woman can become resentful towards men because of dating apps and because of the internet for the same exact reasons. Um, So I think that it's totally normal for men to feel a little bit slighted by dating apps. Now, I'm not saying that men have the right to be angry and be mean as fuck, but I think that goes without saying. But I'm just saying, I think that that's definitely a perspective that I don't think that we as women think about. Like, these apps are fucked up. I'm just saying, and they fuck us up too, you know what I mean? We're literally swiping on people like cards in a deck. Are you fucking kidding me? And it's funny because there's so many girls that I know that have said things to the tune of yeah like this guy that i'm dating now i probably would have swiped left on him on tinder because um you know to some people looks on everything it's more of a personality right i mean a lot of people i mean i feel like a lot of women do this i don't think men do this um a lot of women don't really date for like looks first i feel like like if the guy's a little ugly we'll deal with it so um i just oh my god where was i going with that oh i remember so yeah, I think dating apps kind of skew everything because, you know, this could be the guy that you like spending time with or the guy of your life, but his pictures are ugly. And that kind of sucks, doesn't it? And the same thing it was for us, but I mean that just that sounds kind of shitty, right? Um it's pretty much stacked against them. And then every woman ever in the world is beautiful right so I want to swipe right on all of the women and none of them want me like that can be I guess kind of soul crushing um rejection is hard not feeling wanted is hard and you know that's just how i feel about it i don't want to say cut men some slack because i think we cut them enough slack in society but um i think in the world of online dating um i think they should definitely be cut some slack um my advice for men though and i think for everyone in dating in general would be to try and just go outside and meet people outside because the longest relationships um, that I've seen, that I've known are people that have met each other like in real life originally. Um, so that's just something to consider. Um, I'm a pretty social person, so I don't really have any advice or maybe I should have a podcast about advice on how to be like more social and network and be more extroverted I can definitely do that but um what I'm saying is I am a social person so I'm definitely coming from a very biased place of like just go outside but you guys know what I mean um you don't have to go to bars um you can go to like I wouldn't say go to the gym but some people go to the gym and find success, so whatever. Go to the gym, um, go to a coffee shop, in the sense that go somewhere that you go on a regular basis and see the same people on a somewhat regular basis. I think that's a great way to meet people. That's a great way to meet friends, and those friends might also know someone cute who you might meet through them. I think focusing on um, just establishing like social uh awareness is really important and key to dating and i think that's kind of being lost and it's uh how can we even like have proper discussions about relationships and about each other and focus on you know who we are as people and how we connect with others when we're focusing on survival in terms of us all being broke as shit so let's get into that right because i think that's a huge contributor to all of the anima... oh <clears throat> not the voice crack. One moment. Let me get some water because I'm going to get into it. <sighs> okay. Let's get back into it. So, a lot of the discussions about dating um, are typically what? Things that are loosely revolved around money. Um, whether or not men should pay on the first date. Um, whether or not we should be splitting bills or men should pay all of the bills. A lot of like, you know exactly what I mean. A lot of things are loosely based around money. Um, A lot of critiques are about how people are very visual, but I would say a lot of like the heated debates and where the misogyny and misandry comes out is when we're talking about money, bills, splitting. So I definitely want to talk about that for a little bit. Um, I think that we wouldn't even be focused on splitting a bill if we could afford to for someone's bill every time, you know what I mean? And let me expand on that. I feel like a lot of times I see men give other men advice of going out for coffee because coffee is cheaper, it's less of you know, it's cheaper, right? And like what can I say to that? It is cheaper. Um, dates are expensive, right? Dates are like 45 bucks. 50 bucks after tip nowadays, you know, post inflation. So um, that is a lot of money. And sometimes some guys see two or three girls a week. That's 150 bucks, right? And that's a lot of money. Just saying, I certainly wouldn't want to pay 150 bucks a week or spend 50 bucks a week on some girl that I might not like. Because, you know, women are angels and I love them and they're beautiful and can do no wrong. But at the same time, we can do wrong and we can be a bad date just saying. So um, that being said, I think the coffee argument is very interesting because a $6 cup of coffee is very cheap. And what is $6 to anyone that, you know, has an income, right? And I think if you have a higher income, $40 for a meal can feel like $6 for a coffee. Like if I make $100,000 a year, right? What would a $40 dinner be to me? Crumbs, or just not that big of a deal, right? But if I'm the average American, then I make about what is it, thirty thousand to forty thousand dollars a year, like that's a kind of a small paycheck. Forty dollar risk, that's kind of a lot. Like I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And I think that if everyone made enough money, people wouldn't mind buying a beautiful woman in like a fucking sandwich. I don't think they would fucking mind that. I don't think people would mind taking a beautiful woman on a date and buying her a lovely dinner if he had the means to do so. Does that make sense? Because a lot of people don't have money. They say the average American doesn't have like what, $500 in savings that's kind of crazy. We are all out here trying to survive. And us as women also, you know, we have also the power of choice, but I'm going to get to that later on. But we as women also, we also are independent. We have to pay our own bills just like everyone else, right? We're all adults. We all have bills, but we as women, we have to also pay our bills and we are looking someone to help lighten that load. You know what I mean? And, um, it's just hard because it's, I feel like a lot of women want ma- a man with money, okay? Because who doesn't want to be comfortable? I think everybody, if they said their ideal partner, regardless of gender, they would want someone who was well-off and makes a good amount of money. Because stability and money allow you to see the world um, in such a clear way. Um, I'm gonna be totally honest. I recently, obviously, as you guys know, have um, my financial situation and like pretty much my salary with content creation has done a total 180 and now that I have way more than enough money to survive and live I can I feel like stress like just leaving my body I have a more positive outlook I just feel more relaxed I feel better and um $40 to me is not shit now I'm just being real and I don't make like I'm not saying oh I have hella bread I have millions of dollars like no I just make like um, enough money to live and have some savings and that, that's all that I'm saying and a lot of people don't have that and I think it's hard to have these discussions fairly about who should be paying half of the bills and who should be paying splitting the bill or paying for the entire bill or some other fucking third thing I'm stoned to shit but I know that a lot of things. Are evolved around you know men and women having this sort of like jaded fucked up relationship where you know man wants a super big boob young wife that's stupid as shit and all women want are a rich dude with a fucking huge swinging dick that's like six five like it's deeper than that i think it's deeper than that i think also people on social media Um, The dumbest people are the loudest. So when we're seeing all these super like hot takes on dating and opinions on like each other as men and women, it's just like the stupidest fucking people ever sharing their stupid fucking thoughts. But when all you're reading are dumbass people's thoughts all day, you start to believe that everyone thinks that way. I really hope that I'm making sense because I really feel passionate about this subject because I love love and like I love you know platonic love I love romantic love I love sex mm, like I love all of those things and I feel like All of these things are like clouded and jaded because we're broke as shit and these dating apps are fucking us up and social media and these apps have us not even seeing each other as people anymore. Like I think that we just use each other and I'm going to get into the negative effects in a moment, but I'm just checking my notes to make sure that um, I'm staying on course with what I want to say. And um, before I really, really get into the negative effects, so um, yeah, because I'm gonna definitely talk a lot of shit right now. Um, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Let's get into it. So, um, dating apps dehumanize us and have uh, really contributed to the whole everything being tra- trans. I might have to edit this podcast. I probably won't though. (laughs) Anyways, so I think that these apps um, make everything more transactional in the sense that everyone is looking for something out of a relationship and someone is always looking for the upper hand in a relationship. Um, What can I get out of you? How much sex, how much, oh my gosh, I have to edit this podcast. God damn it. Oh, well. How much sex can I get from you? How much money can I get from you? What can I get from you? I feel like that's a lot of people's perspective on dating. And that makes me kind of sad. Like, I feel like we should be dating to love. We should be dating to have sex. We should be dating to enjoy each other's company. I don't think we should be dating for, um, Transaction. I don't think we should be dating for our benefit, just for one person's benefit, like just for sex, just for money, just for clout, just for opportunities. Like I think that we should love each other for who we are. That's really how I feel. And I think that all of these external factors really fuck that all up. And I think that's why dating nowadays is really, really difficult. And I think also these apps and the internet and not even just apps, like I'm talking like Instagram DMs too. But I am talking mainly about dating apps. But um, the internet has given us this illusion of choice, which also contributes to the idea of no commitment. Because the problem is also that people don't want to commit. Everyone is waiting for something better. Even if you don't deserve anything, everyone thinks I deserve the best. I deserve this. I deserve that. Sometimes you don't deserve that, babe no shade, but that's a whole different discussion, right? Um, Everyone's always looking for something better. Everyone is using people as like a placeholder until something better comes along. And like, that's fucking disgusting. Like just straight up. We're just using each other as like human fleshlights and like free therapist um, until we decide that we want to love someone else. And that's really fucking disgusting, in my opinion. And we've all done it before. You know, we've all done it at least once, whether subconsciously or not. But it's still really, really fucked up. And people do it on a regular basis. And I think that dating nowadays has normalized that. I think the concept of ghosting is absolutely fucking insane i think that that is just like really sad to do obviously you know if someone's in danger you should go someone but i think i don't have to fucking say that because you guys know exactly what the fuck i mean i think that ghosting someone because you just don't want to date them anymore is the stupidest fucking thing i've ever heard send a fucking text message Like, seriously. And the idea of, oh, I don't owe anyone anything is so selfish and arrogant. And that's why you can't find love because you're selfish and arrogant and inconsiderate. Why wouldn't you at least send two sentences to somebody and be like, hey, this isn't working out? You don't have to be mean. People don't know how to end relationships in general, I think is also the problem. You can just say, hey, I'm not feeling it. Not even I'm not feeling it. Hey, I had a great time with you, but I think you want different things or we had different lifestyles and we aren't compatible. It's that simple. Um, I think that ghosting is normalized and I think that that's really sad. I think that we as human beings should be able to communicate with one another, especially if we're able to communicate like anger through text, we should be able to communicate neutrally through text and be able to say things that don't hurt other people. So um, yeah, I think ghosting is crazy. And I think that ghosting wouldn't be a thing if you could just block someone and move on and you didn't care about them or see them as a real person the entire time. Um, I think that a lot of us dehumanize ourselves. So it's really really hard to see other people as human. But I think that we really need to work on doing that. Um every person has their own individual journey, their own life path, you know. Everyone has their own story and I think that everyone deserves to feel love or to feel sex, you know, feel affection. And it's so hard to do that when everything nowadays is so angry and everything is aimed at your insecurities. You know what I mean? Not even just dating apps, ads, your friends, social media, your family, everything is about your insecurities, how you look, how much money you make, what's wrong with you? I feel like that's the overarching theme of a lot of things nowadays is something is wrong with you. You should fix that. And, um, that is really, really depressing. Um, and how can we love, or how can we date, or how can we be open to others when we're all so jaded because we're in this jaded world and stuck in this jaded cycle and we're all broke as shit, right? How? If we were all just like, you know, laying in the forest and painting and eating fruit, we would all probably love a lot easier. But, you know, unfortunately that can't happen. But I think, you know, if we all had UBI, we'd all be a lot nicer to each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I really do think that the problem is this world that we live in where everyone has to survive. We're stuck in this machine in this hamster wheel and we can't get out and when we try and find some relief sexually or some relief romantically or try and spend some time with someone to face this crazy world with we're met with a bunch of animosity and anger towards each other and that makes me really sad everybody should just love everybody like I don't even know. <laughs> and I don't want this to be a dating podcast. So this podcast will probably be kind of short, especially because I don't want to sound kind of stupid. And I don't want to sound like um, I'm contradicting myself because I really don't want to, if that makes sense, because I really feel this way. But I do, as a woman, have a lot of feeling about how men do treat women Um, in the dating world. And I think a lot of women's stories are, even if they pass them off as funny, are kind of traumatic and bizarre. And um, I don't really feel the need to go down the path of the trauma and discomfort that goes with being a woman in the dating world and on these apps because I think that is something that everybody has discussed quite enough and I hate when people have the same discussions about everything um they do that in the cannabis space a lot and it's really fucking boring and I think people have the same discussions in dating a lot um plus I honestly don't have any like sort of crazy like bad date stories or anything like that I have like one or two but um some people's are horrific and mine really are not that bad so um I'm definitely not going to get into that today sorry I have no super intense feminist manifesto right now I think if anything that would be a separate podcast where I would tell stories about um past like sexual encounters and first dates Ooh, that's a great idea Oh, that's a great idea. I have some great sex stories and some great dating stories. But um, yeah, I think also a lot of people aren't confident in themselves and don't know what they want from their life or a partner. So that can make dating really hard. I think a lot of people are just really confused and lost and like ugh, how can you find love when you're so lost? I think the idea of, um, you have to love yourself before you love someone else. I think that's kind of corny as shit. I don't really believe that, but you can't find what you want until you really know what you want. And if in your head, all that you want is a super hot girlfriend or all that you want is a super rich boyfriend, Um, that's very base level and that's not gonna contribute to your whole entire hierarchy of needs, for real. That's just one component of a person that has 10 other components to them that you're ignoring for your primal urges or for your material urges. And I think that we really have to move past that. It's such a bummer because I think I'm just someone who just really just like, I think I said it earlier, I definitely did. I just love love. I love connecting with other people and it's so hard to connect with others when everyone is so cranky. But I think people are so cranky because of this crazy world that we live in and that kind of spills into everything else. Um, And now that I've mentioned talking about sex and the experience of being a woman Um, being a separate podcast, I think I would definitely do that. Because um, I have therapy, lol. And like, 20 minutes. And if I get into that and telling stories, that's going to be a crazy long podcast. And I want to have a bunch of episodes for you guys to just like binge listen to. So, um, yeah, but I'm going to keep talking a little bit, uh, about this topic. I think also a lot of people aren't in therapy and I obviously understand that some people don't have, um, the means to go to therapy and that people don't have the resources to do so but i do know that a lot of people do and don't go to therapy and i think if you do have the resources i think that um talk therapy or you know a little bit of medication doesn't hurt anybody <laughs> i mean let me stop actually it hurts a lot of people what the fuck am i talking about <laughs> i mean i'm i am on lamicto and i love my lamicto but that's all that i'm on all that i'm saying is look within <laughs> check out a therapist a talk therapist you know a psychiatrist maybe and really work on yourself I think that everybody could use a little bit of therapy uh, but more importantly I think a lot of us aren't honest enough with ourselves to say hey I need to go to therapy I need to work on myself I need to understand why my brain works this way and how I can fix the things that are holding me back from living my best life and that are holding me back from loving freely and being loved and experiencing this time left on this weird little fucked up planet, Um, I think that therapy is definitely where you guys got to be. And um, therapy has helped me a lot. Look at me being like, oh, I'm going to have a different perspective. And I'm talking about therapy, lol. But I really, really, really think um, that therapy has really changed my life and changed my perspective. And I've only been doing it for about six months or so. Um, people say that talk therapy isn't for everyone. Um, and you know, I have no opinion on that, but I do know that a lot of people are not honest with their therapists because I think people aren't honest with themselves. And that's why you need a therapist, babe. Um, I just think that there's a, it's a sick, sad world. It's a sick, sad world. and Everyone is fighting for affection, for love, for survival, um, for money, for um, comfort. I think really all that we want in this world is comfort, and it's hard to be to be comfortable. You can't be comfortable when you're trying to figure out how to get your next meal. You're trying to figure out why um, this person is ghosting you. Why this person isn't texting you back? You know it's hard to focus on all these things when everything around us is negative. Our phones are negative you know what I mean? These apps are negative. And then we go out in this world and everyone else is negative because they've been on their negative ass brick phone, driving them fucking crazy. Everyone's fucking losing it. We have to take a step back, delete the apps, um, and just go the fuck outside, go outside, see a therapist, drink some water. And I really would also just recommend some form of, uh, physical fitness (laughs) not to sound like that but I really do think that um anything to get your heart going or anything to really like get those endorphins pumping um they make me feel really good and they really help me get out any sort of like tenseness or animosity that I might have had earlier in that day I mean you know what also helps getting money hello (laughs) but I mean that comes back to my point if we all had our money up if we all had UBI I promise you these dating discussions would not be as venomous and we wouldn't have much to talk about. Just saying. Um, I think that might be it for today, guys. Like I said, I'm totally going to give like a juicy, more jaded podcast, but I wanted to really talk about this topic, um, really fairly. And I think that, um... A lot of things are deeper than they seem. And I think the topic of dating ties into social media and a bunch of other things. And I don't want to repeat myself either. So I'm going to stop there. To summarize everything, um, let's just all chill out or try and chill out. And get our money up, not our funny up. Let me stop. No. Bottom line is we need to look within a bit more. Um, we need to focus on self-improvement a bit more and we need to focus on seeing each other as people with humans and emotions. And I think that we need to enjoy the time that we have with the people that we date, even if it, isn't a long time. And I don't think any relationships have to be bad. I think a lot of people think that they have to end in this big blow up and people don't know how to end them. And that traumatizes others and makes both parties go on to be even shittier partners and be more jaded. So I think that we should all be in therapy, drinking water, um, taking a step back from our phones and letting it rock. And I mean, I don't know, I guess we all have to focus on the hustle and making more money. So we're not as pressed about all of it. It's tough. Yeah, I'm going to start repeating myself. So I'm going to stop here. Um, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Indica Wife. And I'm sorry, this is short, but, um, I'm feeling pretty good about what I've said and I'm going to let it all go here. I will talk to you all in the next episode. Love you guys bunches. Bye.